Hey, get in here. Dallas is about to start. Welcome to the Ewing Barbecue, where we talk about Dallas. My name is Mary. And I'm Sarah. I'm Josh. I'm Melanie. Josh, are you conducting a symphony or something? <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. You're like... It's been a couple of weeks, guys. Yeah, it's been like a yeah. month since we recorded. Today is October 1st, 2020. And it's Happy and a October. A lot's, a lot's happened in the last oh, month. We should, we should catch yeah. up. First day of Halloween. Yes. First day of Halloween. And two months <laughs> of my birthday. Awesome. <laughs> I just had my birthday. And I... No, happy birthday. When I was... When I, thank you. Yes. And your, your son had a birthday. Yes. He's 18. 18. Yep. Wow. Um, when I was giving birthday lists last, uh, last time, I, I started to hear you say giving birth when I was giving birth. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> no, my, my sister's friend actually had her baby. She oh. gave birth. Oh, congratulations. And, oh. No, um, the, the 10th of September and I guess the 12th. Ah, my brother's birthday. Okay. That's good. Hmm. Birthdays are all around, but I had mentioned, <laughs> Uh, birthdays. I forgot to include Julie Gonzalez was on September 9th. Oh, I saw that. Same, yes. same day as Sharon Henderson. And um, on September 26th, I neglected to include the most interesting man in the world, Jonathan Goldsmith, who played Bruce Harvey. Oh, that's right. Oh. Ah. And so you he also birthday played, with him. Yes, and he played Frank Elliott on Knott's Landing as well. And yeah. Speaking of Knott's Landing, I've been meaning Wasn't to bring this up. Wasn't he the drug guy in an earlier episode, too? What about Larry Hagman? Sorry. Uh, we, I'm just including the ones I that I'm I kidding. did not. <laughs> I yeah. know, I'm just kidding. Go ahead, sorry. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, in, in the Dallas universe, um, on September 6th, we lost Kevin Dobson from Knott's Landing. Who I love played him. Mac McKenzie for 11 years and in the reunion miniseries as well. And um, he was pretty young too. 77. It was mm -hmm. a heart attack. I just wanted to send out uh, condolences to his family and all that. And I just, it was hard. I, a couple of weeks later, I actually was able to watch the miniseries from 1997. And it was just hard watching it because Mac was going through one of those mid to late life crises where he mm -hmm. felt irrelevant and he was holding Karen back and he just packed his bags and left. And he's just, and it was just sad. It was just sad knowing that he's gone to, to watch I, that. And, and I don't think I ever saw the mini series ever. And that's weird. Cause I thought that I had, but I didn't realize it was 97. So that I probably didn't see yeah. it. Huh. And I've thrown up on some sites, some, uh, I'm not sure Throw if I put it up there, but, that too, but uh, <laughs> one of the great scenes uh, of his character where he was convincing a kid not to go back into his family's house because the father beats him and yeah. he was relaying his experience. And it was just, that was the quintessential moment because Kevin could play, he could play goofy with Michelle Lee very well. And then he could play that hard ass. That tough guy cop. Yeah. Yeah, tough guy, cop, which he brought over from Kojak when he played Bobby Crocker mm -hmm. on Kojak. But it was just uh, 
He'll 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 be missed. Uh, Joan Joan Van Ark posted, and she was you know, still devastated and everything. So, but being in the Dallas universe, and there was a great picture of him with Larry Hagman at one point that I posted up as well. Good so, pictures. Yeah, just um, well, raise a glass to Mr. Johnson. Yes. Here, here. But oh, Kevin. But when there's da- <laughs> when there's down, there's up. Um, I was talking to Deborah Trinelli. Uh, last week and she, you know, she's you know big with her family and all that and she uh, had mentioned that her niece had a baby and his first name begins with a J and his middle name begins with an R and she said I have another JR in my life so <laughs> <laughs> so <That's funny. laughs> another glass to Deb Twinelli and her family for birth cheers where there's life where there's death there's life it's the circle of life that is true I just, just did. I think. Okay. Yeah. Yes, just, you did. Yeah. That's landing guy. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, the booze is hitting, flowing tonight. Melanie, is that wine? <laughs> it is. You never drink wine. Okay. So, how many glasses have you had? Because you never drink that. So now I'm thinking. This is it so far. Um, okay, it was up good. to here. Nice. I poured myself a 10 ounce That's a heavy pour <laughs> Yeah because I was like I poured it to like 5 ounces And I was like fuck like, that and enough, I doubled yeah. it Yeah yeah. I, like, no, I, did, I did the same thing Oh look so, at my knee I wanted sweet wine tonight I didn't want to get into my beer Well look but, It's a tada wine Oh that's cool Are you drinking Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yes I am What are you drinking? I'm it's drinking Moscato Nice Moscato. I like Moscato too. You know, it's October 1st. So I am drinking pumpkin ale. Pumpkin ed. Uh, I want to try that. Elysian, the great Uh, pumpkin ale. I am a sucker. Like, maybe I'm a basic bitch and pumpkin spice and all that. Whatever. I don't care. Pumpkin ale. Pumpkin beers are good. Love it. I'll have to try that. Gingerbread gingerbread ones are too. Gingerbread stouts, things like that. Okay. I draw the line at pumpkin spice macaroni and cheese, which Kraft just released. Yeah, that That's seems a little questionable to me. There's a lot of questionable yeah, pumpkin spice so stuff, but pumpkin spiced coffee and beer mm. are two of my favorite things in the entire world. So, me too. I'm sure I'd enjoy it if I and drank creamer. coffee, but uh, I'll, I'll let you have my I coffee. I will drink your share, I promise. <laughs> so, I've got two things one one is a question for you guys and then the other one before we get there um there was another very very somber thing that i wanted to mention today that i didn't learn about until i read mary's facebook post um that john legend and chrissy um tegan just had to say goodbye to their third child unexpectedly i know that's so sad. Was terrible. I don't. I have not how, read. How old was this child? Was, was it born? She was, it mis- was having complications, okay. and then she had a she lot got of put bleeding. On bed rest. And then, but then they took her to the hospital because she had all this bleeding. Did the baby die, mm-hmm. or did she have to yeah. give birth to it? In it, I think I, it was so like, a, in her. like a late miscarriage. Yeah, like I a real so. late because she was pretty far along. I thought. No, I, I know her name, he but I'm not been, familiar with what she does. He would have been viable. That's the really tragic part. Yeah, John Legend is the singer, and it's her. It's his wife, and she was a model. I think right? she's a model. A model, yeah. yeah. And they okay, have yeah. they have two older children. Because yeah. I, I I know her, I know of her, but I don't know what she. Yeah, she was like a Victoria's Secret model or a mm-hmm. 
something like that. Something like that. And she's she's one of the most sarcastic. She's like a down funny person. People you will ever see on social media, and people have gotten they have taken that to another planet with all this QAnon it's bullshit. A, and awful. that was what Mary's Mary's shared was people were going after her when this got announced saying it must be staged. And I was right. like, that's ridiculous. Fuck you, you garbage human. This is the problem with these conspiracy theories. This is the problem. Cause I have, I actually have friends who are like, well, what's the harm when like thinking that they might be true. This is the harm. This is when these people are going the after harm. real life. Like these are real people. They're not just people on TV. These are people's real lives. It's the same thing as those people who were going after the parents whose children were killed on Sandy hook. And like, Doing that. Oh, yeah. Crisis actors. It's just. It's ridiculous. Like, if that's you, then you're trash. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you're a trash human. Yeah. It's awful. No. And it's. it's Because they're having a real, a really, it's a real lie. It's real lie. Losing a child is the worst thing that can ever happen Mm -hmm. to anyone. I'm sorry. It is. It's awful. I lost a child when I was pregnant. And it was the worst thing that has ever happened to me in my entire life. So, I. I just have and no for, patience for this shit. No, and plus, also with being a woman, you automatically think, "Was it something that I did? Did I do something exactly. that yep. made this happen?" And it's yep. it's not you, but and you it's not. It's, that's the first thing that goes through a woman's in, mind, yep. and it's awful it's for the so father often, too. Don't get me wrong. It's one in four pregnancy. Yeah, ends in the the baby's yeah. death. One in four. It's so often, yep. and. The thing that really gets me about this QAnon bullshit is that anybody who's done their research and thinks, oh, there's some weight behind this, blah, 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 you know, the ones who are buying into it, if they went back and they actually did some real fucking research, they would see that this QAnon conspiracy theory dates back to Henry Ford, by the way, (laughs) whom Adolf Hitler was inspired by the only yeah. thing different Hollywood. about this damn conspiracy theory the way it's evolved is they're not including in a in yeah. okay. it anymore right. how it's not Ford about the and i'm from detroit yeah give it a goog and These, you're gonna throw, go down a rabbit hole he was a questionable ass motherfucker. That's why Ford sucks. Sorry if anybody lives a Ford fan out there. I'm from but Michigan. Not, I don't know. Not, 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 not Ford, Ford Fairlane. But, not Ford well, Fairlane. Andrew Dice Clay Henry is a piece Ford. of shit, too. Yeah. yeah. Because, yeah, because Henry Ford, basically. But the other thing I wanted to ask you guys about before we started. Oh, um, wait. I'm just one, one, one note on those that yes. group you were talking about. They just. The crazy fuckers? Yeah, they remind me of the West Baptist. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. the, Church, Westboro yeah. Baptist Church. Yeah. Westboro Baptist. Yeah, I remember going down um, after after Larry had passed, and they were having the public memorial service uh, gathering at South Fork for the public, and they had just had the private one. And the the driver from the hotel to the to the ranch was telling me that the Westboro Baptist Church was protesting Larry's funeral. They did? They did, <gasps> didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, they protest everybody. Yes. That, I mean, it's just Those ridiculous. Are- I remember uh, that. It was, they really And I, I said I would have thrown eggs at them if I had seen them, but then I stopped and I go, whoa, what did the eggs do to deserve that punishment? <laughs> it's a waste of eggs, right. man. Yeah, seriously. Uh, but That's my last I- note on that. That's cool. The thing I want to ask you guys, and this has nothing to do with anything. It was just, I'm looking for another show to watch Mm -hmm. because, I mean, you can only rewatch things so many times. Um, I'm a big fan of Bones and 
Emily Deschanel mm-hmm. and you know that whole that whole ensemble and she's in this show on TNT called Animal Kingdom have you guys seen mm-hmm. that somebody just told me about that I haven't seen it but I don't know I, I have, have not and will not watch TNT since they canceled Dallas <laughs> oh Oh, well, sense. they have four seasons in the can of the show so far, and they were in the middle of production on season, season five, I think, and it looked interesting. I think it's about a drug lord kind of family in some crime in California, so that's why I was like, hmm, this would be cool, but it's kind of cool seeing my favorite like TV scientist playing a, a heroin addict. It's it's kind of cool. Oh. I like it. Animal Kingdom. I'll have to watch it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with animals. And, it's <laughs> and I did and I did finish and love that show Ratchet. It got bad oh. reviews, like y'all said, but it, it was really good. My stepmom even texted me Wednesday. In September, I I just love her. So I marathoned Pull Dark, all five seasons of Pull Dark, which. Um, mm-hmm. You finished that quick, didn't you? I did. I watched it. Well, it's a British series, so it doesn't have that many episodes per season. So, like, eight episodes a season, maybe. But uh, I, if you like cute boys, I recommend it. Because I'm just saying the main actor, he's not bad to look at. (laughs) Okay. I'm just saying. Hold on. I have one more thing I'd like to mention before we get into the show. And I had a pretty bad September, and it started when we uh, lost unexpectedly my dog of 11 years, Yoda. Oh, Yoda. Yoda's my buddy, my pal. He was a French bulldog who was just the sweetest motherfucker in the world. And I loved him. And he just out of nowhere started having seizures that we couldn't stop. And I don't know why. But yeah, we, he went from being healthy and we had to put him down within 24 hours. Let me just say that this was way more heartbreaking than I had any idea it would be. Uh, I've had dogs and cats in my life and this was, this was the hardest. So, um, yeah. Okay. So tonight we are talking about season three, episode 18. Jenna's motherfucking return. It's actually just Jenna's return. I'm just really excited. You handled yourself very well at the meeting this morning. So I decided it was time to give you a real workout. The leave for Paris tomorrow. There's already enough distance between us. I don't like the idea of adding another 5,000 miles. It might do us both good to be away from each other for a while. Well, if you really believe that, you're a fool. Who's that with Bobby? That's Jenna Wade. She's an old and very dear friend. Just like old times. Except then you didn't have to go home. I'm not sure there's a reason I have to go home tonight. <laughs> I don't really think excited. that I don't think that mother bleeping word is in the middle of that title. It wasn't. It's just called Jenna's Return. George Carlin would have noticed. I'm just really excited. Okay, it was written by I knew you would be. Camille Marchetta, directed by Irving J. Moore, and aired January 18th, 1980, which I would just like to preface that Jenna... Number one is my favorite character in Dallas, and this aired the day before my fourth birthday. Oh. So, boom, it was meant to be. And Look at that. Casting note, uh, Morgan Fairchild was not available at this point, yes. so they had repl- brought in Francine Tacker. Yes. She's my least favorite Jenna Wade. She's my least favorite Jenna. I've changed my mind because I always thought that was true, and then I rewatched this episode, and I do like Morgan Fairchild, but um, I like... Francine Tacker in this role. I, of course, I like Priscilla the best, but uh, yeah. Right. I was flip flop though. I thought I liked 
Morgan Fairchild the least. Mm. And then once I saw this, I changed. That's fair. So that was weird. And I, I want to I, I ask a question, though. Yeah. This is the third time, the third character this season that has been recast mm -hmm. in an airport. Yeah, that's, that's, Have a, you that's noticed a Dallas that? thing. I think it happens more, doesn't it? <laughs> there's at least one more that I'm not yeah, going to so mention. there's a big one coming, <laughs> yes, in a few seasons. It's something about airports where we get new faces and I new bodies. I think it's just a way that Dallas does that. Maybe so. Um, so this is written by Camille Marchetta, and she wrote also the original Jenna episode, Old Acquaintance. Oh. So I believe that Camille, like, I think Jenna is like her baby. That's why I want to talk yeah, to her. I think Camille, I like, call us. Please I, call me, girl. I know. And I like this episode better than that other episode, I do too. too. Is, that, is that why she... Is that why she named her ex-husband? I was wondering that. Probably. Probably. Uh, I think that. Probably. Yeah. Oh, it was her ex-husband. Yeah, Naldo Marquetta yes. is uh, Jenna's mm -hmm. ex. All right. Who wants right. to start us off? We open up with the South Fork Pool soundstage at night. Thank and you. What the hell is going on there with all the friggin'... Pool toys. Whose job was it to clean up the area with all the friggin' pool toys all over the place? Fail. I don't know. As we are panning. God damn it, Raul. What, what, what? <laughs> and I said, thank you, because that was my very first note. Is this the soundstage? It's definitely the soundstage. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's the soundstage. Because there's no, like, kids that live there right now. I mean, that are old enough to play in right. the pool. John Ross, is he, is John Ross even sitting up he's yet? He's teething. <laughs> he's teething. Okay. So he's like... John I think he's <laughs> trial by fire here. Kid, we're throwing you in the pool. Figure your way out of the pool. That's how I learned. They, they did that to me at summer camp Ooh. once. I, I didn't have a filter, and I told one of the counselors she had fat legs, and she threw me into the pool, the deep end. At I kind of deserved that, wow. man. At, I was like, you, 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 you right Josh, you don't have a filter? What? what? He had the, it coming. At the end of at the end of the lunch hour, she throws me into the deep end of the pool and <laughs> walks away, leaving me unattended. And today, that would be a lawsuit. Yeah. If you throw me in the pool, you like to that's people, almost like you? what happened to Jason Voorhees. <laughs> oh, oh geez. I forgot. It's on your first AMC. will play all their horror nights. Oh yeah. Every night. Oh. This, oh my God. Anthony's got to be over here. We got to watch it. I love horror movies. Right. Josh, I have a question. Does does Omri Katz know what a following Hocus Pocus has? Yes. It is so freaking popular. I love that movie. He's on, he's on Facebook. So he's on Facebook a lot lately. They were all excited up in Salem to shoot Hocus mm -hmm. Pocus 2, and it's gotten bagged for now because of right. the coronavirus. It'll come so. now. Here's the thing. Everything. I've never seen Hocus Pocus. I know. You said that mm. I've got it. On DVD, I need too, to watch but you can get it on Netflix. I, yeah, it's on Netflix. I the boys would it. like it. I, I promise you, yeah, it's I funny. I know. I just, they would. Because I, I didn't know Omri Katz was in it, and I think it came out when I was in college, maybe? Like, when did it come out? It did, because I was like in, like, I think I was like a 1993. freshman. Oh, so I was in late I high school. I was a freshman. I was, I was in high yeah. school, but I just, I probably thought it was <laughs> a kid's up, movie. <laughs> I didn't know Omri Katz was in it, so I just didn't watch it. Until now, it's yeah. had this resurgence, and I'm like, oh. So okay. we're back to the pool. Yeah. Jer's drinking alone <laughs> at night on the porch at South Fork. 
Cue the George Thorogood song, I Drink Alone. And I'm just like, how the tables have turned. Right? Who is waiting up for who? That's exactly what I said. And here, here's another clue that they're on a soundstage. You don't another see the car driving. Along. You don't see the car driving up the road and turning in. You just see the, the shot of the driveway and the car being mm-hmm. basically pushed into the camera frame. Because they're on a soundstage. And it's Sue Ellen's wagon. Mm-hmm. That fucking wagon. <laughs> Drink. <laughs> when, Drink. When she comes out of that car, she almost trips. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love tripping. Not, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I love to see people I, trip I and some, fall. I, I get a acid here if you need it now. I'll help you up, but I love to see people trip and fall. <laughs> I have so much stuff recorded and saved. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Let's go. Okay. So <laughs> JR's sitting in the chair and he's just really smug. Yeah. Like he's, his yeah. face is like, where have you been? Like. And Sue Ellen says, what are you doing here? Uh, yeah. Hello. He lives there for Christ's sake. That's sakes. what I was thinking. I think her question is really like, why are you waiting up for me? Like, why do you care? You know? Basically like, why are you outside? What the hell? She's caught in a lie. She is. And she just smirks about she it. She thinks that she funny. loves the turning of the tables. She's acting just like yep, him. She loves it. She, and she's she, just like she acts just like he does. She's like turning uh-huh. the tables by Ad, by Adelaide, that singer. And yes. he just can't even believe Adelaide. it. Like he's like that she would dare to have another affair. And she's just like, that's right, motherfucker. He's like, you still going out looking for trouble? She's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, so your your excuse is so flimsy. Uh, let's see. I was at the was it a DOA? Yeah, and he's something like, or other maybe. with Marilee and Laura Bradley. Oh, he said with Marilee and Linda Black Bradley. She's like among others. Linda Bradley. Yep. And he's like, well, maybe Linda you Bradley. Can explain why they called and asked when they could expect you to arrive. And she was like, <laughs> and yeah, she just thinks it's funny. <laughs> She's she's arriving at midnight, but yeah. he usually is home by three a.m. Right. or something and I was like, like that. Oh yeah, who lets their wife or their husband come home five nights a week between two and three a.m.? Not me. I'd be like, what the, what well, the I would have my alarm set for like twelve thirty one, and if he's not home by two, I'm like, where the fuck are you? Like when you walk in the door, just be sitting straight up in the bed. <laughs> she doesn't care. No, not anymore. Not after not anymore. No. Jump out of the closet. But, and what could uh, she do about it when he did before right. that? I mean, what was she gonna do? Go tell Jock. Jr's not home. Oh, it's okay. He's probably just out with the boys, right? That's it's okay. He's he's drilling for yeah. oil. That's the yeah. difference in 1980 and 2000. True. And 20. And, you know, that's that's what I wonder. Like, I it's okay. We're talking about a TV show here and fictional characters, so. but earlier on when he started, like when he first started staying out late, and she was like all naive and concerned and stuff. I mean, what was Miss Ellie telling her? But she was already in the bed. And if they knew that he wasn't <laughs> there. Sally wasn't in the bed already, you know. <laughs> she probably was like, he's with, it's, he's out on business. Yeah, Just like Jockey to tell he's her. He's Miss Ellie was shining up her horse whip and loading that gun, uh, shotgun in the hall closet. I think also yeah. Sue Ellen was raised with that whole, like, don't question it. You know, he's the boss. Yeah. Whatever That was happens, that time, though. I know. Exactly. And I wonder if she was initially raised with that same mindset that Kristen seemed to have, you know, like, so he cheats on you. So what, right. you know, exactly. at least you come home, you still got all this stuff. And then when it finally happened to her, she was like, oh, hell no. No, I don't like this. This is bullshit. Right. Mm-hmm. Because she actually not loved the way it him, should be. You know, 
that hurts. Mm-hmm. Sue Ellen had Sue Ellen had that whole Surprise. whole Sue Ellen had that whole Jackie uh, Kennedy yes. thing where she knew what was going on, but she was expected to, to look the other way, turn the other cheek. Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's bullshit. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Somebody like Jr. You come home and give me the clap. I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> exactly. And then you're gonna and then and then you're I gonna will. say what, Jr. Fuck you up, motherfucker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Bobby and Pam exactly. are reading in bed. What books are they reading? Oh, I didn't notice. I don't know. It was Did a filler scene, but they wanted you to see the distance between yeah. them two. You know what I mean? But it was a filler scene. I was like, they said, you know, you know, click, click. just goes to sleep yeah, and Bobby looks at her like, he wants to get some, but is like, oh, I don't want to exactly. put it. Yeah. He's can like, I, okay, I, no sex then. Good night. <laughs> I, I had an interesting hmm. note back on hmm. JR and Sue Ellen. Um, hmm. As I was talking about how she was like Jackie yeah. Onassis or Jackie Kennedy. Same. Ja- Jackie and John F. Kennedy's wedding date is September 12th. <gasps> 1953, Linda Gray's birthday. Oh, well, I was thinking that might have been J.R. and Sue Ellen's, but that would have been a bigger thing. Never mind. Their anniversary was February 15th. Hey. J.R. and Sue Ellen's. They were, they, I didn't know that. Okay. Spoiler. (laughs) Crossed out, which was February 15th, 1970. And he had written in. I totally mm. forgot that entire thing. Yeah, I did too. But December you'd be good 3rd. in a trivia contest. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a good trivia. That would be. But yeah, they they got married on February 15th of all days, right after Valentine's Day. Oh, God. Yeah. But, Hallmark Day. Cliche. But I do remember saying there, there was some discrepancy because in 1980, I think it's in another episode or two coming up, they celebrate their ninth wedding anniversary. So, but that would be... 10 years so, right because and previously Somebody they say eight but the show starts they say eight years so that's 78 i don't know so i'm going mm. i'm going with 1970 let's, go 1970. I, let's why not okay there's a lot of <laughs> yeah. like things that don't make sense in their continuation there are a couple continuity is not always when you have when you're cha- when you change writers here and there I know they, they don't the bible you know, but I think they, they definitely weren't always. I know. I, which I would pay to see that, by the way. But Me I too. I would pay um, I, a lot. I would pay Cynthia Sider to have read that Bible. Yes. I would have given <laughs> her the money to have for her, her not- to have read it. DJ. Yeah, but look, I think she got a lot of heat. And yes, I didn't agree with a lot of stuff. But it's because, like we said, she didn't really watch it. It's like she did the cliff notes, the beginning, the middle, and the end. She shouldn't have done that. But she's a good writer. I she liked is. her storylines. Yeah. But Same. she left just a lot needed, of things that could have been stuck. I know he says before. All right. So we just left Pam, Pam and Bobby's bed. Now we're going to cut to Donna and Ray's, Ray's Donna. conversation. They're playing backgammon when they could be in bed. Yeah, but they look so having cute. Sex. And they're having a good conversation. Yeah. They're adorable. And I, I think this just shows their, their want, differences. Donna's a night person. Ray's a morning person. She's a city girl. Mm-hmm. She, he's a country guy. <laughs> Green Acres. <laughs> yep. I just want her to make out. And she still yes. wants to keep a low profile out of respect to Sam for a little bit longer during this so-called period of... Yeah, it's been long enough. I mean, day, little day, like... Culver knows that they're together. So what does it matter anymore? Right. You, you know, know what I noticed about this episode, there were a lot of just 
very short scenes for juxtaposition. I know. I had that written Mm -hmm. down after that one, after Bobby and Pam's. It was just, just to, yep, here's what these people are doing. Here's what these people are doing. Here's what these people are doing. It's just almost like scenes from a marriage or something like that. Just boom, 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 boom. Mm -hmm. But we didn't have Jock and Ellie in bed again, thankfully. Thank God. Gross. Do you think they have sex? (laughs) Yes, because I put dot, dot, dot. Okay, then. Oh, there we go. Mimosa. Ha ha. Wait a minute. What was the mimosa about? I don't know, but I made a reference to a mimosa. Anyway, Donna feels guilty about being happy with Ray. That's, I think, the gist that we get from that. Yes. Right? Yeah. And the, this episode is going to highlight their their differences very much that yep. are going to yep. be a reoccurring theme during their during their time together. Over and over and over again. Then we have that quick establishing shot of the DOA meeting at South Fork and the introduction of Matt Devlin and Mimosa Park. Yes. Is that what Melanie wrote down about Mimosa? Oh, maybe. (laughs) Mimosa Park, I'm like, okay. Mimosa Park. But do we have have $25,000 in this this conversation? Because I heard that number. And I did a yes, little bit of quick uh, research. Yes, 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 yes. Because Matt Devlin, because uh, he says it's low-income housing, and Miss Ellie's all like, oh, no, you didn't. And then she says that like, the people, people make at least $25,000 a year. Well, and so I, I don't know how to feel about this because... $25,000 like, yes. in 1980 is $78,858 today. Okay. I would love to see Miss Ellie go, almost oh, no, eight, you didn't. Almost 80 grand. She's talking about people who are definitely not lower class. Making 78 grand. For a family? Wait a minute. Are we talking about a family or hold on? A family. That's not a lot for a family. Really. I guess depending on where you live. But <laughs> I don't know in <laughs> Texas. Holy shit. That's a lot of money. For me alone. For one person. Right, right. <laughs> but like. In Washington State, eighty like that's definitely low income housing. Like, I don't know, you can't get rent for under three grand a month. Like what? in Seattle. Oh wow. Okay, so I'm thinking. So I don't know. Seventy. I don't know grand. what the money is like then. But I also so I don't I don't know what to think about this at all because like I get not wanting to develop a park like almost like one, the lo- I get that like the lower end of the middle class maybe right. But then I also think there definitely needs to be a thing for lower income housing. Yeah. So I don't know what to think about this. I, I was really worried that Miss Sally's being a Karen, and I don't want that to be true. What What is a Karen? Here a he Karen? goes again. I don't act like that. A, a Karen is like, uh, oh, how would you explain it, Melanie? Have you seen any of those memes with with? The Kate Gosselin haircut. A very privileged white woman who always wants to talk to the manager, yeah. who thinks that everybody owes her something, mm-hmm. and just is loud and shits on people. That's mm-hmm. a Karen. And why did they pick the Karen? Of- because that's a really common white girl name. I don't know why it has to be a Karen, but that's... It's, it just is. It's just a thing. Just It's fine. And there's there's a male equivalent to the Karen too. I think it's the, a Ken. Yeah, but it, it changes. Sometimes it it's Chad. Ken. Sometimes it's Brad. It's Chad Brad or Brad. Or Chad. One of those. Or a Kyle. Yeah. It's 
or Kyle, right? Because there's Karen, all the same. Becky, Brenda, Linda. I've heard all the old-fashioned yes. names: Debbie, Susan. Yes. Yes. All those like seventies names, basically. Okay, boomer, basically, is what they're saying. Yes. Yes. Okay, boomer. Yeah, that's what it is. Hmm. Anyway, I was just worried that that was Miss Ellie, but I don't know because I. I'm not completely understanding the economic situation of Texas in 1980. So, right. Eh. Nor would we have any reason to have any understanding of that because we were, weren't part of that and we were children. I was four. So, yes. Yes. <laughs> but uh, so that was just another one of those establishing another storyline scenes, just very quick. Mm hmm. And then they went then to Pam's, Pam's messy office again. Pam's messy office. Very mm. messy. They, she has things all over the place in there. <laughs> Everywhere. And Harrison Page tells Pam that he wants her to go to Paris with him. Oh, okay. Ooh. On like no notice. He's like, we're, so we're leaving for Paris in 27 hours. And like, she's does like... Does she have uh, a passport? I mean... Right. Okay. There's a lot of questions. <laughs> but uh, I, and that is very short notice, which is really shitty, I think, on his part. Um, and that is also, a good point about the passport because back yeah. then you really didn't need to have a passport like you do today. That's probably true. Yeah. You probably the, could, you, they probably wanted you to have a passport, but you might not have needed one. Wonder if you could yeah. have gotten it like right at the airport back then. You know, they just Probably. take a Polaroid, cut the picture out, right. tape it. <laughs> yeah, they're like, "What do you say your name is?" Okay, let me just make this whole passport for you right now. I seriously, I remember, I remember going to the Bahamas when I was twelve with just my birth certificate. So Suellen goes to Dusty's, and the gir girl is feeling really fulfilled right now. I love that big red chair behind them. By the way, I want that chair. Mm, okay, I. It I don't and know why I that, noticed it. I was like, I want that chair. <laughs> right. Yeah. Who furnished that room? That that furnishing and the the, the I, yeah. It's I like, like it's it. like part jungle with all the the, the well, plants see, in there and that chair was like a giant ass beanbag ottoman Ooh. chair looking thing that you could easily fuck nice. on. So that's I'm sure they I'm sure they did. Well, it's not right. a hotel, oh, yeah. right? <laughs> they are. They definitely are. And he has another ascot. Yeah. He does. Yes. And I love Dusty in this scene because he's just like, she's trying to explain herself and he's all like, no, 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 girl, you don't have to explain yourself. I had, what does he say? I had an attack of male ego and that's on me and you do you because, you know, I'm here and I'm here for you. And I yeah. love Dusty. And I really think there's a huge, um, compare and contrast in the characters of Dusty and Ray mm -hmm. because Ray is all about male ego getting in the way and Dusty had it and owned it and then was he like recognizes okay, it I'm not gonna do that yeah and then was like I'm not gonna do that anymore and Ray can't get over his damn self and so yes. Ellen being in therapy here she she realized she basically tells Dusty in not so many words that she realized that JR never treated her right once Pam and Bobby showed up Married. And she was like, oh, my God, this is what I've been missing. Yeah, Bobby and Pam had a real love. And while she's saying that, Bobby and, and Bobby Pam are having problems. Are having not, problems. Yeah, it's not great. So, so it's the just, grass is not always greener. Exactly. 
But it's and so many times they reference it like it was good in the beginning, and then just like Miss Ellie said, first you neglected her with right. the business, then with other women. So she got mm-hmm. kind of disenchanted along the way. Mm-hmm. And then when Bobby showed up with Pam, it was like slap in the face. Like mm-hmm. this is what it's all about. And she had to face it. She had to face what her marriage had become. Yep. Reckoning. Right. Reckoning. And I, I like I like how they're just bouncing between the different relationships here. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the Bobby and the Pam, the the Ray and Donna, who are next at the Longhorn Bar after oh, yes. a, yeah. seeing a foreign and a, movie, an art and, film, and they order yeah. a generic probably with subtitles and a white too. Wine. Which right. is isn't that what they ordered uh, their first drink? Basically, yes. they're always yes. just like, "I'll have mm-hmm. a beer, I'll have a white wine." It's like, I'd like a draft beer. What kind? But what, Ray, yeah. Ray, drinks, Ray, Ray <laughs> drinks wine at that fundraiser. Oh, that's right. I just think it's so funny <laughs> that, like, that they weird. never, they don't use brands on, on their names or anything on shows. They're just like, I'll have a draft right. beer. I'm like, if I walked into the damn bar and said, I'll have a draft beer, I'd be looked at like I had four heads. <laughs> just be like, right. what because kind of draft beer, ma'am? <laughs> to, or, to order, uh, truly order a draft beer or a, a wine, would take up 20 minutes of the show because you'd have to go through the wine list and the beer list and that'd be nobody would want to watch that so it's just beer and then you'd wine. have to pay them for advertisement Aww, because it's yeah. a tv show it makes sense i guess <laughs> like that like that dr pepper truck that drove by in the background in that early episode right. i don't know yes. i think ray what do you think ray is is he a bud light kind of guy or is he like a Michelob, I, I think maybe. Ray's like a, he's he, like a Schlitz guy. Or is he like a, nat, a natty ice guy? Natty, natty, yeah. <laughs> like whatever, like the cheap shit is. That's what Ray's drinking, you know? Natty, light. natty ice. God. <laughs> I had bad experiences with natty ice. Holy shit. My landlord <laughs> buys that shit by the case. And, natty ice. Oh my God, girl. The, the cases I see of empty cans in the trash can. I swear to God. He like comes. I bought that when I was stumbling. in college because it was like $8 for a case. It yeah. Is. <laughs> It's cheap. That's why they drink it. <laughs> that and that—that's another difference between you just keep drinking it and drinking it and drinking it and drinking it. And finally, when you're drunk for the end of the night, you might stumble a little. That's another difference between you have the Not when you're 18. You have <laughs> yeah, like exactly. you're when you're 54 and you drink it all damn day. That's another thing. <laughs> that's true. That's another difference between you see Dallas and Knott's Landing. Knott's Landing had product placement all over the place, which is probably another reason they can't come they out did. on DVD. Oh, oh yeah, mm-hmm. everywhere. And would have handled that in the rights, I think, originally. I also noticed that on Dallas, you didn't have product placements, except for the one time I remember in Ray's refrigerator later on in his in the his first house. There was a bottle of Sunny Delight in the refrigerator. That's awesome, Sunny D. Sunny Delight. It was Sunny still D's called. has got solar energy. It it was still called Sunny Delight back then. People weren't doing lazy English. They had the like the full Sunny Delight right on the bottle, and it was just like woo. And I think there was a there was an old sparkling drink called Sundance. I don't I don't know if anyone remembers that. I don't remember it, but. I think that was in a refrigerator on on one of the shows once, and it was one of those rare times that I remember uh, product placement, which is just just interesting. And um, so uh, we see here the wine and the beer is obviously showing the 
Donna being more higher class, Ray being more. Yeah, they're doing subtle things all through like that. Exactly. Yeah. And they he has those friends, um, Andy and Roy, come over and they start talking about McGregor as a McGregor cheating people on the feed bill. And Donna is just sitting there like, I'm completely lost. I have nothing to contribute to this conversation. And that's just showing the differences between them. So Bobby is, of course, pissed that Pam is going to Paris. Yeah. And he asked her, please like, don't. You know, basically, they don't go. Right. And, like, I get that it's short notice and it sucks and you don't want your wife to go because you're not getting along great and it's weird and it's maybe not going to be the best thing for your marriage. But also, this is her work. And yeah, she doesn't but, have a lot of choice. I need to I need to jump in and say okay. somebody needs to punch Bobby in the mouth. He's Good a job, sh- Josh. He's a chauvinist pig. He is definitely yes. He is being that in this scene one hundred percent. And then he gets off and he pouts out of the room and storms out of the room and slams the door. Because it's like her. It's her job. Like as much as like maybe it's not great timing. It is one weekend. It's not like he's go- She's gone for a month. It is like thirty six hours that she's going to be gone. And he, like, just, and if you feel like it's your marriage is in that much trouble, like, maybe just ask to go with her if you're that worried about it. How many exactly. times has he been to Austin and back for 36, right. 48 hours mm-hmm. uh, right. on business? I don't care yes. if Paris is in another country. You're, you're not going that long. It's work. Shut right. your pie right. hole. Work. Let your woman go. Support her work. Mm-hmm. You bastard. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I agree. I agree. I'm dropping the mic on that now. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. And I, and I hate that he says to her, if you think putting 4,500 miles in between us is good for us, you're a fool or something like well, that. He says you're fool. a fool. And I was like, excuse me. Uh, uh-uh. You're a fool, Bobby Ewing. Bobby? 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 You're a fool, Bobby. Daddy, Bobby's getting weak. No. <laughs> <laughs> so then we're at Donna's place and I don't know I'm just asking a question because I'm not sure and I was gonna actually compare and contrast but I was lazy and didn't do you think that Donna's apartment here is used as Jenna's condo later or are they just kind of yeah. look like well I wonder when she left the hotel apartment you never saw her leave the hotel is that a hotel or it's a hotel. Oh, I don't know. It has an upstairs. I thought it was an apartment, and in my mind, like I was thinking that this sounds this sounds yeah, so um, this sounds so shitty. But for the money that she has, I thought her apartment looked really crappy. Mm. Like for me, <laughs> yeah, I would have I mean, loved it. But I'm saying I thought that was like an apartment or townhouse condo, whatever. But I was like, for her money that she supposedly inherited from Culver, I was like, that ain't a nice place. I mean, well, you could be thrifty and still have a nice. But I didn't think it was very. It's different from the hotel that that she was at. But I don't know when she left the hotel. Right. Ray and Donna are talking about. uh, Oh, she wants him to come back over at seven thirty. Yeah, for uh, Dave and his wife. I can't remember her name. Are coming. They're coming over for dinner. And Ray's not into it. He's just like, yeah, so I'm going to cancel. And she's like, yeah, I had to put up with your friends in the bar talking about like couch McGregor's feed bill and. 
crap yeah. like that. Yeah, and, oh. and then he was like, yeah, well, you weren't saying a lot. And she was like, well, what am I going to say? But I was like having the conversation as much as I could. And right. uh, he's just being like, well, I don't know about that stuff. So I'm not going to come. I don't know. I was annoyed with Ray in this scene. Yeah, no, Ray. I was annoyed with him too. Ray, get your freaking head out of your ass and show up at 7.30, you yeah. prick. I mean, she basically okay. begged him. Yeah. And he finally was like, okay. Yeah, she's just like, it doesn't matter. I just want you there with me. Bobby, Bobby, stop being a dick. Ray, stop being a dick. Yeah, the only one who's not being a dick is Dusty because Dusty's awesome. I love Dusty. Even JR's not pissing me off as much as uh, Bobby and Ray right now. Yeah, yeah, no, Ray. Bobby's nice. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. in this episode, maybe right. I don't I know. Think Ray, I think Ray, right now, he could get a pass. Like, he's just feeling insecure in his relationship. Like, I get that. But just, she's asking you to do stuff. And, like, yeah. she just wants you to be part of her life. So just maybe do it, man. I don't know. You yeah. had a, you had enough to have her at the table and talk about McGregor's feed bill and how he was skimming off the customers. So. Right. Yeah. Just suck it up. If you're a partner, you have to yeah. do stuff so you don't want to do sometimes. It's a give and take. Uh-huh. 50-50. Yes. It is. Yep. And we notice if you don't do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that, then we go to breakfast, South Fork. Miss Ellie, Lucy, and Pam are at breakfast. And, and JR is not uh, hungry. Ellie, Ellie is Fuck. stuck in those papers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Lucy is... Lucy, she has the nerve to wonder why, well, she doesn't really know, but Alan wonders mm-hmm. why Cliff won't return his calls. Right. Right. <laughs> and Pam does not like Alan. No. And uh, and Lucy's just like, what? And she's like, I'm trying to for your sake, but uh, I just get a bad vibe. Wait, I get a bad, a bad vibe from him, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's honest. Yeah, and Cliff laying low right now, just kind of. Yeah, Cliff wasn't on this episode at all, right? And Lucy was only like yeah, in that no, one I don't scene. Think he was. It yeah. was a very yeah. couples episode, like you said, Josh. Like mm-hmm. going to episode, I mean, to couple to couple to couple scenes from a marriage type of a thing here, and um, yeah. Then Jr. skipping breakfast, and Unlike Bobby him. will take Pam to the airport after checking the herd. With Ray, but he acted like he didn't want to, and I was like, "Dick." He didn't want to. He didn't want. He's being a dick. And Ray is nervous about his dinner with Dave, and Bobby's like, "He shouldn't. You shouldn't be worried. You know, he's not Cliff Barnes or anything." <laughs> he's so rude, but he did tell Back him, you know, Dave's a good guy and all that. He was trying to put his mind at ease, but obviously it didn't. Yeah, help too yeah. much. Yeah. So let's see. Um, yeah, Sue Ellen was tending to John Ross, and it was and his his teeth. All these scenes yep. were really yep. short. And JR gets a phone call that there was a there was a wee fire. Uh but and then Kristen's all concerned and then JR does doesn't even want her to talk to him. He's like, Yeah, you should be doing your work right now. Yeah, Have you finished he's your like, work? Finish it. She's she's pissed. Boom the eyes. Boom the eyes. Yeah, should we start yeah. keeping track of all the crimes JR could be charged with because insurance fraud? <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or how many times right. Kristen gets pissed and rolls her eyes and walks out. Yeah. I mean, seriously, mm-hmm. like, it, and you could tell she's getting annoyed. The crazy she, like more and more. She's starting <laughs> more to. More crazy be, she's starting to get a little, little quake, cray. She's halfway there right mm-hmm. now. It's coming. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's. <laughs> yeah. 
I think she needs she needs just to go back down to she needs to go find Rudy Millington and just kind of yeah you know go back with him yeah get her rocks off with him and just let Jr. do whatever get her Jr. rocks do. off well Rudy Millington is no good to her anymore because Jr. kind of destroyed him didn't he just for That's fun true. Oh, yeah just for and sh- kept his license yeah. just for fun right. that <laughs> drives me license. mad <laughs> there's little things like that. It's Rudy, like you better not get pulled over. You better not well, get pulled over. You're you know, y- y'all notice y'all notice all these like in detail things that I miss, or you know, or soundstage stuff, or like Josh the product placement. Me, not so much. If you, it's the kind of thing that drives an OCD person crazy. Like when there's a knock at the door, the person answers it. They sit down and walk in, and neither one of them close it when they walk back to the next scene. <laughs> I cannot stand that. Yeah. Like, you just left your goddamn front door open. It drives me <laughs> insane. That's and it like, happens on buddy. so many shows. That's like when I watch mm-hmm. The Simpsons in the kitchen. They have the the paper towel coming up from the, uh, the under, thing, yeah, uh, the improper underhand method. It should be mm-hmm. over on the paper towel. Should be over, 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 over. over. They is, even had the toilet, toilet paper. paper. In a, they even had the toilet paper Thank in a stall you. the wrong way That's on last Sunday's episode. <sighs> if someone does it at my house, I will change it. it has to be oh, 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 I, I do too. But, but I think people do it here because they know that I don't like it and they see how long it takes me to change it. <laughs> that's like people oh, no. that's like people in my people in my family blatantly leave time flashing on the microwave when they're done. Oh my god, thank you. Scott will leave 47 seconds up. I'm like, just push clear when you're done. They, just push they, clear. They, right. they it'll they'll leave it flashing one second. And then they and then I tell them it's no I tell them to push clear and they go, it's no big deal. And I'm going, if it's not if it's not a big deal, push the simple button. And press clear. Or it is a big deal because you can't push clear. Not naming any names, but like when somebody opens the drawer to get a spoon out and gets a spoon and then walks away. Sounds like why don't you close the drawer back? (laughs) Without closing the drawer? Oh, there's a cabinets. I'll walk in the kitchen. There'll be two cabinets open in a drawer. It's like when I have like, certain visitors from Maine in my house and I walk out in the kitchen and there's damn coffee drips all over the countertop and open just wipe packets it when you're, yeah. of Splenda and a spoon that was obviously used to stir the coffee. Oh, and, and let's not and talk about is, leaving the damn milk on the countertop. My mom does that. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he'll leave the creamer out, too. Ugh. I put or, the or, for them. It's my dad's or, or, OCD. Or grow, growing up, it was always, my mother was always like, the last one in the house needs to turn the lights off at night. Mm-hmm. Unless it's her. She leaves them on, and then the next morning she gets up and wonders why nobody turned the lights off for her. Yeah. Because it's you. My mother-in-law will leave the refrigerator. She'll open the refrigerator and leave it open my while she's doing stuff, sometimes. like cooking and stuff. And I'm like, this is how you're losing energy. Like, your refrigerator is the number one loss of energy in your house. What are you doing? And so yeah. I'll close it, and then she'll open it again and leave it open. The new mom thing. does that because it's like you think you're going to get the milk out and then go back and get the butter. But if you're just <laughs> opening and closing it, it's all you're going to do. I mean, it's not like you're digging a hole and you go. <laughs> so, yeah, back to Kristen and paying. Okay. Uh, okay, now we're at the airport. And I said, oh, my God, airplane. No, no, wait, None. Dusty and Sue Ellen by nope. fire. Oh. Dusty and Sue Ellen. Sue Ellen is talking about Pam is going to Paris and he wants to take Sue Ellen to Paris. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. On a honeymoon. On a honeymoon. Oh, she's so sweet. But she's not ready to leave JR yet. Yeah, she's like, I'm just not ready to leave yet. I'm just like, got a wall up in front of her for sure. 
Why, Suellen? What's test, test, test. what's what's going on, Suellen? You want to explain yourself? I'm sure she's, she's scared. She's afraid that she's walking into another Jr. situation. Or just afraid of walking away from Jr. She's scared of him because he'll do something to I her. Think Not it's her, both. but like ruin her. I think it's both. Yeah. Well, in in paternity suit, he said that if he found out that. If it came out that Cliff was mm-hmm. the father, he would get the quickest divorce in the history of the state of Texas, and she would be penniless and homeless. So that's probably yep. still ringing in her head that she can't. I would imagine yeah. so. Because he hasn't done the threat yet of her not having her son. Right. Because he uses all that, you know. And and she's, I, she, I don't knowing she's knowing him, that. I assume knowing him, I assume he would use it down the road. I'm at not some point. Exactly. sure if she's really scared about like being left without anything because she knows Dusty's like well to do but they, she's been with him for like what 10 how many years have they been together and married like 10 or 12 years yeah it's hard to walk now, away so she's like uh, and, she, I don't and know she's known I Dusty for essentially months. like 10 minutes basically yeah. yeah right so she's like okay so I'm gonna leave everything that I know and take my child she still she thinks she's gonna take her child and Take my child and yeah, run you don't off you don't take Jack Ewing's grandchild off South Fork Ranch. No, she doesn't know. We don't know that yet. Spoiler, spoiler. But yeah, um, with the way Jr. sent henchmen to West Virginia to Lily Mae Clemens' house to get Lucy. Yeah. You don't. You just kind of. You just kind of assume that if a child is taken off of South Fork, well, henchmen are going to be following you. Sue and Ellen t- wasn't there at the time, and I doubt she got the whole story on that. Yeah. I'm sure she's heard versions of the story that are quite scary. So, Why would she know the truth about any of that? I mean, they'd sugarcoat it, wouldn't they? Yeah, they'd probably. to be the bad person. <laughs> anyway, who's that with Bobby? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's Jenna Wade. Uh, no, I, 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 I've, I've got to laugh at the nuns right at the beginning uh, of that scene yeah, at the I airport. Said, I said, oh my God, it reminds me of Airplane. Airplane. Yes. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, w- I was waiting for, to hear the red zone is for loading and unloading. <laughs> I know. And that Harrison guy is being a weird creeper. Uh, is that the, the boss? Harrison, that's Harrison, yeah, yeah. That's Harrison, Harrison? Harrison Page. He yes. a creeper. He's, he's being like a creeper. He's, he's acting like, really weird. What did he keep saying? I meant to write it down. He was like, my dear, my dear, or something. He said it like 75 times. And I was like, what the fuck is her name? Bobby. Laying a weird claim to Pam when Bobby's right there. Yeah, he's like, come along, my dear. And he goes, Bobby. I was like, what the hell? But yeah, you don't call your you don't call your coworker or employee dear. Dear. Yeah, I know. Well, back then I'm sure you call slap him on the ass, do whatever. But now, no. Um grab him by the Never mind. The only thing that I did not like this thing is I put fucking kiss on mouth when Pam looks back. That was not a I love you, like a hey, oh my God, it's so good to see you kiss on cheek. That was a full on fledge. He almost stuck his tongue in her mouth. Yeah, I stated earlier, it's a recast of Jenna Wade, who's Bobby's first love. He They've been together since he was like 10 years old until they were 20. And we learned some of the backstory in this episode of different things that happened, yep. like pushing Dottie Maypeck in the pool when she, Dottie was pool. asking Bobby mm-hmm. to the to the movies and mm-hmm, stealing mm-hmm. the stealing mm-hmm. the horse. Yep. Yep. So. And sneak, like sneaking out together and stuff. Like they are just kind of kids 
up to shenanigans together and yeah. making out in the barn and just whatever. And right. I love I'm here for every single second of that. I'm, I'm here for all of it. And, why, and <laughs> why, why is why is Jenna at the airport? Because she's putting Char- she's put Charlie on a plane to Italy to be with Naldo. Yes. And Charlie's Charlie's her daughter. Who, uh, if we don't remember, back in the first season, it's the third episode second of season. the actual series. Second season, actual series. Um, Bobby, there's some confusion. Is it really Bobby's daughter? Is it not Bobby's daughter? Because the time's a little weird. It could have been. And it turns out she admits that it wasn't Bobby's daughter. This would be really important in a couple of years when everyone forgets this. But she admits in 1978 that it Charlie is not his. Uh, Charlie is Naldo Marchetta's daughter, who she had an affair with. And she actually briefly married in Italy when she went there years ago, when she had briefly left Bobby. Right. And... After their engagement, and s- s- quasi spoiler, like I said, the with changing of the writers, a lot of this information gets mixed up yeah. and things contradict. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll see this all again in a few years. We'll revisit it. Um, yes, but she just put her daughter on a plane to go visit Noldo Marquetta, her father, and she runs into Bobby. We're good timing, and then they just kind of like end up at the bar together. Well, isn't that convenient? Very convenient. <laughs> They're reminiscing about their childhood together. And then Bobby's just like, what are you doing right now? Because I don't want to go home. You want to go home? Let's go to dinner. And she's like, even better. I can make dinner at my place. And he's like, that sounds good to me. Wah, wah, wah. And but they Jenna did. had always intended to call Bobby to thank him for helping her get the job. Right. And the, an interesting note is that she has run into Pam mm-hmm. with her working at the store as a buyer for the store and Jenna working for High Style Magazine. But Pam never told Bobby that they ran into each other. Didn't say a goddamn thing because Pam hates Jenna. I mean, she has reason. I get it. Because Jenna is a legit threat because her and Bobby were together for a long time. Um, yeah. But... And you're, you know, for first love and that sort of thing, it's going to be. A I, yeah, she's always been obvious. intimidated by Jenna, which is, I mean, it is what it is. But um, yeah, so she never told Bobby any that they ran in together, ran into each other. Um, and yeah, Sarah had a point about they did just see, ran, they ran into each other and gave each other a full, like, on the mouth kiss in the middle of the airport. They have a really close. <sighs> complicated relationship i would say those two would you say yeah it's, it's complicated yeah I, I would i would say that yeah basically yes yeah and we, we learned the backstory about jenna pushing dotty maypeck into the pool for asking bobby to the movies at the age of 12, 12. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was the that was the little bit of backstory yep. that came out in and, when, and when she did that bobby loved every second of it because he liked jenna being jealous which says oh of course yeah now i know sometimes I don't know if it's the same for girls. Do girls like to see two guys fight over them? Because sometimes, for me personally, guys might get a... it it's it would stress me out. But I I'm not a good. It's never test. happened. I can't comment. Because <laughs> you know, Bobby obviously likes seeing. I'm not that fucking special. <laughs> 
<laughs> Nobody's ever fought over me. Sorry. The only <laughs> the only incident I've ever had like that was in high school, and I didn't actually like either of them that much. And I I was annoyed by the entire situation because I felt like my thoughts weren't or and and even like my feelings were considered in the matter. And it was just I like take it back. Yeah, and, a situation like that. And it was like a just dudes be like like claiming ownership. Like I don't like either of you. Just, right and and so it just it made me really annoyed so if it was two people i cared about it might be different but i don't know and if anybody likes me now they're not speaking up yeah sarah what about you have you ever had dudes fight over you like a riff or like a bar fight either or any any of the above okay bar fight and i did not like it i think it's a masculinity thing that's what I, um, yes that's what i was saying it made me it made me feel stupid it kind of makes glass me feel breaking? like huh was there broken glass uh yeah they both got kicked out because one of them threw nice. a beer bottle at the other one or hit it or something i don't know it was stupid oh my god we were like 22 years old it was ridiculous but <laughs> it it makes the woman feel stupid because everybody's like what did this girl do to make these two boys fight over like did she like you know have like a double romance or what i was like no not at all you were just the piece of meat prize at the end. Yeah, and gross. Yeah, and, yeah. and I didn't Without, go out with yeah, either one yeah. of them after that, so they both lost. Yeah. Ta-da. Yeah. Yes, they did. Ta-da. I, I haven't had any girls doing that, so. You didn't have just... girls fight over you? Mm-hmm. Would you like it if no. they did? Maybe. I, I wouldn't mind the Maybe. attention yeah. once, yeah. you know? Yeah, no, yeah. I, don't get, I don't get. No, I'm an ego I, booster, yeah, but then the real yeah. st- thing says, I'm like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> right. I don't get any attention anyway, so I wouldn't mind attention once in a while, but um but uh, <laughs> um, the, we'll give so you attention, Donna, Josh. Yeah, we're going to give you attention. But we're not going to fight over you because I'd be weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Indeed. <laughs> like, fuck this so shit, I'm out. Donna and Dave are arguing politics. Donna, Dave, Luann, and Ray. Yeah. Dinner, and... dinner, dinner, dinner. Donna is arguing for healthcare reform, which surprised me. I was like, wow, that seems pretty timely, but maybe that's always been a thing. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. I said Donna's talking about healthcare reform in 1980. Holy shit. I know, yeah. right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> this it, was the problem back then. It's all, I guess. Right. Who knew? Who knew? I, I guess 40 the, years, guys. Come on. What the fuck? I guess the argument's still going on. Great. Oh, my God. Nothing changes. Oh, so it's Ray and Donna, and Dave. Dave tells Donna that he's not crazy about Ray, and she's like, yeah, yeah. "Oh, you just don't know him." And she's like, "No, he's the best." And he's like, "Okay, well, I'm trusting you because I don't know about him." Ray's nervous and out of place, and, and you could tell Luann has was initially out of place when she came in because she, yeah, yeah, she felt what it was like to be an outsider coming into that situation herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she and Ray, I thought it was she and Ray kind, kind of, of kind of bonded a little bit over that in yeah. a way. So Jair and Kristen are back at her place. He doesn't want to stay, and Kristen loses her mind, and she's obviously really jealous of Sue Ellen, which is a nice twist. It's a twist. 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 And then she's like, and he calls her out on being like a 
spoiled bride about it. He suggests she find him. She find herself a lover of some sort. That's mm-hmm. what he implies. She's like, what should I do? Like, I'll find myself. What? What did she say? She like threatened yeah. to find somebody else. And, he and he's like, like, yeah, you should totally go do that cool. because I don't give a shit. And then she just has a lot of angry eyes happening. <laughs> the smirk and angry eyes. And I was like, another <laughs> short scene. Like the angry eyes rival Pam's angry eyes in that scene, and that is saying something. Yes. She. She's. <laughs> You're starting to see, Kristen. Kristen, Kristen is like the, the egg that is getting ready to hatch. You can just see the little, yeah. the little eggshells starting to crack yeah. a little bit, little bits of the volcano that's about to explode. Uh, so then it's a Dusty and Sue Ellen scene. Dusty flies his own plane, which is fancy. I know. And Sue, Sue Ellen looks like a puffball with that white thing on. Yeah, she does. She I was like watching a, this today again stuff. with my niece, and my niece like was like, "What the hell ball. is she wearing?" Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the first thing I noticed. I was like, "Ooh, she likes a lot of those fluffy fur things, though." She does. She does. She does. And then Bobby and Jenna yeah. are reminiscing for many, many hours and many drinks. It seems like uh, just about yes. their past. And then he's just like, I have to go. And you can tell he doesn't want to go. And he kisses her goodbye. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, What are you doing tomorrow? Let's go have a picnic on Mr. Miller, like we always used to do. Uh, see, my husband's going to have to like, with somebody. No, absolutely not. No. Right. No picnic no. for my husband. Absolutely not. And she's out of town. Right. And you can tell how quick these scenes are, like scenes from a marriage. Then we cut back to Donna and Ray arguing mm-hmm. about Ray not feeling comfortable with Dave and Luann. Yep. And Donna's like, well, I had to put up with your goddamn friggin' ch- chicken feed McGregor stories and all that crap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. You can't have one and not have the other. You need you have to, to have compromise, man. Both. And they're, they're not figuring that out. I think actually, I think she's figuring it out a little bit. I think she, but Ray is not like Donna's like co- trying to compromise and Ray's just like losing his shit. And that's going to be his Achilles heel mm-hmm. over, over the course of their relation. That's yes. my prediction. You see your prediction. That mm-hmm. is my prediction. Yes. So Sue Ellen and Bobby return to South Fork at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. And what do we have here? Let's she, see. Sue Ellen says that missing dinner at South Fork is like being a prisoner on parole. Parole, and Bobby agrees. Parole. Parole. Exactly. And Jr. is tending to John Ross. Now we can call him John Ross since Jock Ewing has. Yes, that's officially his name. Made the declaration. And his toothache, and he's upset at Sue Ellen for just wandering in, wondering where the hell she's been. I have a feeling that's not the last time that she's gonna. Yeah neglect her son during a and she's issue. he says how much more of this do you think i'm going to take and she's like however much i want to give you i'm like oh burn dang Ooh. and then lucy's going to go the next morning she's going to a rock concert with uh alan during the wanted, dur- during, during the, day? the day i know uh, which rock concert is this I, bizarre yeah it's gonna be a is, lame is it, is it the is it the coffins <laughs> Maybe it's like <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I, I miss. I miss. That's what I miss right now during Corona times is uh, concerts. Uh, me too. I was supposed to go see Bikini Kill soon, uh, and but I got. I had Billy next Joel year. tickets for Billy Joel was going to play his seventh consecutive year at Fenway Park in Boston, and that got bumped. So I had, I missed Nick Cave so, tickets, which so, got canceled. Bikini Kill, which is next year, and Alanis Morissette, which is now next year. 
And Bruce Springsteen was supposed to be getting ready for to tour with his new album coming out. Mm -hmm. And that's pushed back to God only knows when. And Elton John, to show you how slow this is going to be, Elton John has rescheduled his return to stage for his farewell tour, which was supposed to end in 2021. He has scheduled the return in the fall of 2021 in Europe and North America in 2022 ending in 2023 wow. with stadium dates. So that's how far away we that's are. That's a while. Least. Yeah. So. Uh, JR is happy that Bobby's having a picnic with Jenna. Right. He's basically stating flat out that he's like a playboy there, huh? Yeah. He's like just trying to like push buttons and be like, yeah, Bobby's hoeing it up with Jenna. And everyone's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Probably not. They're hanging out. They're old friends. Mm. And he's like, yeah, old friends used to fuck, basically. <laughs> That's so funny. She's like, I hope you have a miserable time today. <laughs> hey, Sue Ellen, why don't we uh, take a drive up to Jefferson and have some fun ourselves? That, why, that... Why, why no, JR? I've got I've to do the DOA rally for Dave, Dave Culver's uh, healthcare initiative. And JR's like, well, I'm going to catch this bitch in a lie. I'm yeah, gonna, he's just so trying to fuck I'm her. I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go with you. That's right. <laughs> that's right <laughs> and he's just like yeah it doesn't matter because i just fucked up your day so <laughs> ellie turns down a trip to fort worth with jock and says he should go by himself they, yeah they didn't have much time oh. in this uh episode. No, yeah wait much. a second so she tried to fake a doa meeting no not fake away but and she gets on the phone with dusty right and she's like i'm yeah, sorry darling and he's like he's like and I'm, I actually, yeah, I actually, I actually put fuck off Dusty and fuck off Jr. Like both because yeah. he was like an ass about yeah. it. And she's like, I, I'm like, she's still married to him. You can't be in. He's right. like, I might just go back to San Angelo now. You know, he's gonna fly his plane back. Yeah, now. and she's yeah. like, what the fuck do you want me to do? He he called my bluff. I mean, yeah. I was sneaking <laughs> out and he caught me. Yeah. So what are you gonna? man up about it yeah. or shut the fuck up i don't right basically right and and have a miserable like, day he canceled JR. my fake DOA I know meeting. I <laughs> no no it, it was not a fake i know i know like yeah she you can't cancel my fake it, meeting it, it's a real meeting it was she a, wasn't gonna go. it was a real thing that she wasn't planning on going to <laughs> and i'm just like fuck, now i have to go <laughs> no i have to go this stupid crap with this date now but when she gets there later, she puts on the gracious, oh, why, thank you for your contribution. Blah, blah, and she blah, gets blah, hit blah, on, blah. and so does Luann. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then we cut to Missing River. Mm -hmm. And Jenna and is telling Jenna. us how she's sworn off men mm. for the time being. Like she learned to say no since yeah, Maynard Anderson. Say. Yep. So she's been, for the last 18 months, which is, I guess, the time period since the last episode she was in, she's been, like, not with anybody. She's like, working on herself and like whoa, whoa, whoa. liking her own company maynard anderson remember they caught they were in the bed together sorry okay uh continue <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah maynard anderson so she's just been actually enjoying her own company and realizing she's fine on her own hanging out with friends being with her daughter and realizing what she really wants in the world which it turns out what she really in the end what she really wants is basically yeah. bobby toys with she, batteries what she had Battery operated toys probably what she had with bobby before right when she left actually him. 
Bob is battery operated boyfriend. So, <laughs> <My bad. laughs> that's how she's been getting by. Bobby. She's been getting by with her with with another Bobby. Bob. <laughs> so she says that she wants what Bobby and Pam have, and I think she's saying yeah. that to feel Bobby she out, is. to feel mm-hmm. if it's still a good like, marriage. <laughs> Now, and, did Jenna and Bobby have their first kiss in a barn or at the river when they were 10 years old? At the barn. And she knew that. She knew what she was saying. She was just wanted to yeah, remind Bobby of the first time they kissed. Say it back. And my, my thing on this one was kind of like the, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, and, oh, he the, did. Kind of the airport thing, though, is like, you know, the kiss the airport on that blanket when they're talking. It's a great, you know, da 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 scene. But they are like this close. Like, they're like this. I'm like, you're invading my personal space. Like they're uh-huh. they're too close to be friends. <laughs> I'm not gonna sit in your face. I think that they were both it- enjoying it. I their relationship is complicated. I think they have a very complicated friendship slash romance. Like they have they've been in yeah. love since they were like eight or ten. And they're separated uh, and she hurt him. But I think like they that always love each that other. That wouldn't work today with physical distancing. Oh, they they would not, not work well together in physical distancing no but six feet people so they have that like thing air- where like they're gonna kiss each other in the middle of the airport which Mouth seems kiss. odd to me as well but i, I they have this re- they have this relationship where they're like mouth no, kissing all I don't the time like that. what i wouldn't like it if i was pam mm-hmm. but i like it as a bobby jenna fan i'm just gonna yeah i know i know i thought about you and i saw i was like oh i bet mary's loving this no, but I'm not. A, but I'm not really that big of a Pam fan. So I'm kind of in the middle. I'm in the middle. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I don't, and I, I'm still fine with Pam at this point. I just feel like she's having some. Well, she's getting there. Choices. Yeah. But I just like Jenna more. But that's just me. And I think the whole thing is adorable. Yeah. Where they're talking about their childhood and we're right. learning more about their relationship with it their is, kids. It is. I think it's adorable, and I love it. Then we cut to the the uh, healthcare rally thing and. Luann and Ray feel uncomfortable being there because they're not, you know, political really. But Luann does her part as a political wife. And um, JR starts needling Ray about Donna and politics and how it's just not going to work between the two of them. And he's, an he's just, tra- <laughs> yeah. And Melanie, what would Ma- Mary say to JR right now? Fuck you, JR. So in Paris, Pam leaves a message for Bobby with Miss Ellie. Mm-hmm. Just a, Bobby, another quick. Bobby's she's not home. pissed. She's like, no, ma'am, just Where tell him I'm calling I think we should put a split screen of Pam and Kristen yeah. with their bulging eyes. Angry eyes. Right, crazy eyes. So after JR had needled Ray, now we cut to Ray trying to break oh, up. Oh, no, it's so sad. Oh, but before that, at the. One thing at the scene where uh, the senator is talking to Donna about stuff at that party, I just want to mention that yeah. that senator was looking at Donna's boobs the entire time. <laughs> I usually catch shit like that too. And that senator obviously did. I usually catch shit like that really. I do. Ugh, gross. Um, it's crazy. a male chauvinist show. Remember I that. wonder if that was in his instruction. Like, except, to do that. except sometimes. Um, maybe, maybe. Because I mean, that's real life. It is. Yeah, he might have been like, they're, maybe they were trying to show how she was smart and having conversation, but yet no one's looking at her, at her really that seriously. They were looking at her tits because she's a woman. So it may have been instructive. Right, she's she's the yeah. one that actually knew her shit. And yeah. Um, yeah, maybe. All I have in the next scene is that right. 
when he like basically breaks up with Donna, I said, she's really upset. And I said, I look, first of all, I love Donna's acting. I really think she's a really, really good actress. Second of all, I said, it's so sad. She's like pleading with Ray, like pleading. Like she's, and I'm like, I was like almost in tears because I love yeah. them. I love, that's like, one of my favorite couples, but I love Donna. And mm-hmm. she's like begging for him. Like, please reconsider. Don't listen to JR's lies. And da, da, da. All this, yeah. and, just, and he then he goes like he just kisses her, and he's like, "I love you," and kisses her and walks away. Donna obviously says says yeah. obviously that Jr. is trying to screw over Ray and get back right. at her got, for what happened with the which is true. And Ray's yeah. just such an idiot and falls for it. It makes me mad. And Donna's not someone a woman that is not going to no, put I up think, with Jr. I crap. think that Ray was already insecure. Right, he was Donna's already not insecure, take that and shit. Donna knows Jr. was telling him things, putting stuff yes. in his yeah. ear to play on his insecurities, which made it worse. You know, because Jr. Right. knows Ray enough to know his insecurities. Yes, Ugh. and because he's known what he's known Ray since he was fifteen, and they were right. buddy buddy for yeah. a long time, mm-hmm. so he knows. But he knows. He knows. God damn it. He knows, and he's not gonna. He's he's going to use everything in his arsenal, and you, yep. that's the thing about Jr. And there are some things that I bet you he's going to do some things over time that are going to be completely abhorrent and disgusting and slimeball and just make okay. Mary want to just hit say on repeat what you're going to say to Jr. Okay, you Jr. So we come to our final scene of the mm-hmm. evening, Bobby. And Jenna have had an amazing day. day. And then Bobby kisses her for real. Like a real kiss. And I, I put, put ah, no. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and then. I just want to note, I just want to note that he's wearing the same jacket he wore in the pilot episode in the first I scene. I saw that. I saw it. Yes. I noticed that, believe it or not. And she. I feel like that's almost telling. Uh, right? I wonder if they did it on purpose. Oh. It's not the, and it's not the last time he's going to wear that jacket. That's all I'm going to say. Well, well, yeah, but that to but me that's a that big does deal. seem like it's a little tough. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And then, um, then he just is like, well, maybe. And she's like, it's a shame that you have to, you know, back in the day we used to have a great day, and then you didn't have to go home. And he's kind of like, but what if I didn't maybe have I to go home? Dun dun dun. I was going no. No, I was screaming at the TV. Right. No. And then, like, Jenna's pretty into like, it, but no, she's like, no hookup. She just yeah. lays it out, I like, okay, all, cool. By the way, I want it right. all. She's just like, I'm not. And I want it. Yeah. I'm not going to be one night stand. That's right. Like, if we do this, I'm totally into it, but like, you, this can't be like, you can't use me. It can't be a one night thing. Like, I'm into it. I love you. I, and I want you. Basically, like, you got to leave Pam. Got it. One night thing. Right. Yeah. Right. And he's just like, yep. oh. Well, and then it and Yeah, it shows his face. Freeze frame, Bobby. Like, and scene. <laughs> yep. Dun, dun, dun. End scene. And I was like, you know. Dun, 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 dun. That, I mean, at least she told him that. Right. She's Give being, a little credit. On the she line, was being maybe. honest because she could have just like slept with him. She could have. But she was like, I'm going to be honest about my feelings and what I need from you. And he's just like, I don't know. But, but Bobby has so much of a conscience. First of all, I don't think he could have done it. And I don't think that he could have kept it from Pam. And this is so, what is starting to make Dallas Dallas is that you had the episodic episodes that, oh, story's over. Wash your hands mm-hmm. of it. Maybe bring some threads a little along later. Now, 
Yeah, You're now not saying what is he going to do now in this situation. Now we're so proper. And and audiences in prime time were not used to it. They had their daytime ones, which oh, it ended today. I'll pick it up tomorrow and the next day and the next and, and then right. I'd have to wait over the weekend. You were not waiting more than two or three days because you had a weekend in there. Mm-hmm. Here you have to wait an entire week. Go, what is he going to do? And slowly conversations start happening around the water cooler. And, guess guess say water cooler. Word of mouth is starting to spread and the ratings are starting to. <laughs> guess guess say water cooler. I guess guess say internet. Is. And it's starting to. Ratings are starting to go boop, 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 As more people are talking, it's boop, 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 up, up, up. So what would you guys give this episode? You know, I didn't hate the episode. I'm not a fan of Bobby and Jenna, but. I did okay. like the episode and the storyline and the short scenes and the couple stuff. So I'm going to say 4.65. And Sue Ellen's white fuzzy coat. That puffball coat? Yes. I'm going to do 4.8. And uh, because I love this episode and it's the last Jenna episode I get for several seasons. So I'm going to embrace every second of it. That Oh, I guess there's actually... There's maybe one more. No, it was one more. There's one more. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. Like, I don't get to have Jenna yeah. for a while. So I'm going to say 4-8, uh, only coming down because it's not Priscilla. Um, and I'm going right. to give it, it's 4-8 with uh, a huge push to Donnie ba- Dottie Maypack in that pool. I'm going to give it 4.25 and a trip to Jefferson because why the fuck not? Jefferson must be a pretty cool place if he wants to go away for the night yeah. and have a little fun. All right, something that can pull Jr. away from Dallas. Sweet. What is ah. it? What are we talking about? Under underground gambling rings, or or like what's going on? What's going on in Jefferson? Speak easy. Yeah. I was not the biggest Francine Tacker fan, so I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna go to four four two five and a plane ticket to Paris. Ooh, there you go. For the weekend. Awesome. Thank you for joining us tonight. Um, Join us online on all our things. You know what they are. And like we said before, your job this week is to tell one of your friends to listen to us. So go do it, all right? And also, while you're at it, register to vote, motherfuckers. Vote, motherfuckers! Um, We will see you next time when we're going to be reviewing Season 3, Episode 19, Sue Ellen's Choice. So please join us then. Yeah. Bye. Bye, y'all. Nice. Y'all come back. Night. Night. Yes, it is night. Oh, Jesus. Next on Dallas. Pam, I want to save our marriage, but I can't do it by myself. Now, you've got to help me. I don't think I can. You got nothing to lose, Sue Ellen. Whatever J.R. Ewing offers you, I can give you more. I love you. Leave him. I'd like to know if you want Bobby. Because if you don't, I do. Then you'll give me a divorce. Sooner the better. But the divorce stays here. You couldn't take my son. My son.